0: Welcome, I am Pastor Vince and this is Applying God's Word, a Bible teaching ministry from the Word of God. This is study number 57 titled, Are You a Follower of Jesus? Living the life of a follower is what it means to love Christ. The true follower lives a Godward life through Christ so that he is ruled by Christ's Word as reflected here in John 14, verse 21. Whoever has my commands and keeps them is the one who loves me. The one who loves me will be loved by my Father, and I too will love them and show myself to them. Also, First John 5, verse 3. For this is the love of God. That we keep his commandments, and his commandments are not burdensome. The cross applied to us at salvation makes us willing to abide by the commandments laid down by Christ. 2 Corinthians 5, verses 15 through 17. And he died for all, so that those who live would no longer live for themselves, but for him who died and rose on their behalf. Therefore, From now on, we recognize no one by the flesh, even though we have known Christ by the flesh, yet now we know him in this way no longer. Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, this person is a new creation. The old things passed away. Behold, new things have come. So, when we look closely at the intent of Christ's death for us, we see that it's designed to secure a particular result so that they who live might no longer live for themselves, but for him who died and rose again on their behalf. At the cross we were placed in Christ, and he is in us. Galatians 2, verse 20. I have been crucified with Christ, and I no longer live, but Christ lives in me. The life I now live in the body, I live by faith in the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. Ephesians 2 verse 10 For we are God's handiwork, created in Christ Jesus to do good works, which God prepared in advance for us to do. Jesus wasn't crucified so that we could just sit in pews each Sunday and listen to sermons. He has specific tasks for each of us to achieve during our lifetime. Knowing all that Jesus accomplished at the cross should motivate us to share the gospel with others. One way to achieve this is to pay attention to the source of what drives and motivates us on a daily basis. Let's spend a little time and consider 1 John chapter 2, verses 15-29. through 29. Verse 15 Do not love the world or anything in the world. If anyone loves the world, love for the Father is not in them. For everything in the world, the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, and the pride of life, come not from the Father, but from the world. The world and its desires pass away, but whoever does the will of the Father lives forever. As followers of Christ, we will have a constant tug of war within us between our spiritual desires and the cravings of our flesh. This is our old nature warring against our new. However, while God's grace redeems us in spite of our failings, this does not give us license to indulge our flesh. God forgives us when we sin and we will fall on occasion, but if our relationship with Christ is genuine, we will not continue to choose sin habitually over obedience to christ this is evidence of our regeneration let's continue with verse 18 dear children this is the last hour and as you have heard that the antichrist is coming even now many antichrists have come this is how we know it's the last hour they went out from us but they did not really belong to us For if they had belonged to us, they would have remained with us. But their going showed that none of them belonged to us. But you have an anointing from the Holy One, and all of you know the truth. I do not write to you because you do not know the truth, but because you do know it, and because no lie comes from the truth. Who is the liar? It is whoever denies that Jesus is the Christ. Such a person is the Antichrist, denying the Father and the Son. No one who denies the Son has the Father. Whoever acknowledges the Son has the Father also. So we see here that any man or woman is an Antichrist who denies the person of Christ, and in denying the Son they deny the Father also, and has no part in his favor while the person rejects his great salvation. It is a painful thing to see a family member or friend we thought were with us go out from us, revealing they were never with us. Yet we are warned that this will happen. Let this prophecy that seducers would rise in the Christian world keep us from being seduced. Verse 24. As for you, see that what you have heard from the beginning remains in you. If it does, you also will remain in the Son and in the Father. And this is what He promised us, eternal life. I am writing these things to you about those who are trying to lead you astray. As for you, the anointing you receive from Him remains in you, and you do not need anyone to teach you. But as His anointing teaches you about all things, and as that anointing is real, not counterfeit, just as it has taught you, remain in him. John is urging the believers to remain faithful to what they have been taught from the beginning and warn them not to be led astray. He encourages them that if the teaching they received from the beginning continues to remain within them, they will remain in the Son and in the Father. If they abandon these teachings, as the Antichrist who left the church already had, they will be in the same boat as them. They will have proven that they never really belonged at all. In this warning about not allowing themselves to be led astray, John gave the most beautiful reassurance of how they can be sure of the truth. We have the Holy Spirit dwelling within and he teaches us what is true. The anointing is the presence of the Holy Spirit. He will help us differentiate between the lies of the enemy, the confusion of those who are consumed with the influence of the world, and our fleshly desires as they contrast with the truth of the gospel. In other words, the Holy Spirit is more than able to keep us on the straight and narrow if we will listen to him. Too often we view the cross only as a past event that secured our eternal destiny, and we fail to see how it can motivate daily choices and activities. Stop to contemplate all that God is continually accomplishing in you through the cross. Let it be your motivation to live wholeheartedly for Christ.